Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. How are you feeling? I am feeling grounded confidence. And what do I mean by that? When I feel grounded, there's this calmness and this perspective where I can take a lot in And I have the agility to figure things out and overcome. And it's a very empowering way for me to be. And being confident is I can figure things out. It doesn't mean bad things don't happen. (laughs) It just means that I know I can figure it out. So it's this really great sense of calm that I love to feel grounded confidence. So that is how I'm feeling today. And I hope you are feeling a feeling state that you really want. And We are now in 2021 and I am, uh, I don't want to say I'm excited because it's, you know, the calendar flip. And one of the things that I saw, those bit emojis, it was new year, same me. And that's really how I feel. Like it's a new year. The calendar has rolled and I'm still the same. This is who I am. Even as I evolve every, you know, every year and I continue to evolve and grow because I like to challenge myself and, and to learn and to evolve, to become the better version of myself and to let go of all the, the burdens and the program of how we're supposed to be. So 2021, here we are. (laughs) And a lot of our circumstances are the same as they were in 2020 with the current state of affairs. So here we are. But with all of that, I feel grounded confidence. Today, I want to talk with you about this concept of am I winning? And whether it's am I winning or am I doing it right? Or am I successful enough? These are all kind of crappy questions that we ask ourselves. And it really leads to a lot of compare and despair. And no matter what level of success that my clients achieve, they wind up going, hmm, maybe this isn't good enough because you can always find somebody out there that is making more money, that may be higher up on the corporate ladder, that may, you know, live in a neighborhood that you want to. There's always, you can always look and find something else that is more than what you currently have. And it can be a have on the external. And I really wanted to talk about this concept of, am I winning? Because really it's about staying in your own race, staying in your own lane. That's so important in this conversation of, am I winning? And I think about this, like even with swim teams and one of the things that we teach the monsters is that, well, there's two concepts. One is every monster matters. And that's been a long time. You have a place to belong. But the other is doing your personal best because you can't control what your opponent may be doing. But if you stay in your lane and you challenge yourself and you can work on your own times and your own improving, and what can you learn from that race? What can you learn from being courageous? What can you learn from trying to execute a racing strategy? There's so much value in that and who you become as a human is so much more valuable than winning a race which is so true about whether it's about making a certain amount of money or whether it's about getting that promotion. You may, whatever it is that you're striving to get, it's like the happy new year. 
New year, same person. New position, same person. More money, same person. Who you are in the inside comes with you. And that's why it's really important to stay in your own race. And when you stay in your own race, what starts to happen is you get clear about knowing what you're measuring. What are the factors that you're measuring? So when you ask yourself, am I winning? So if it's in your career, what are the things that you're measuring? Is it doing meaningful work? Is it leading a team? Is it making a certain amount of money? Is it putting out research that's really important to you? Is it writing so many papers or writing books? Know what you are measuring, not what other people are measuring, because we all have different capacities in our lives and especially at different points. And right now, what 2020 showed a lot of people is with the constraints of, you know, Zoom school and kids staying at home and shelter in place is some professionals have had to learn how to pivot. And what did they have capacity for in their professional life? And what did they not? And whether you have that current constraint or not, is we all have limitations in our capacity, depending on what season of life we're in. You know, where are you in your career? Where are you in your family structure? There are many people who are in their later part of their careers, but they're also taking care of aging parents and that can diminish some of their own professional capacities. That has a lot of constraints around their capacity, not diminish, but it has constraints. So when you're measuring, know what you're measuring, what winning your race is. What's the race you're in? Stay in your race and know what you're measuring. And when you're in your race, it doesn't mean you don't look at other people's races because you can, and you can look at what's possible for them. What are things that you like about it that you want to apply to your own life? And what are things that you're like, absolutely not. I don't want to apply that to my life because that's not great for me. So for instance, One of the things for years, and you've heard me talk about it on the show is I'm not the biggest fan of traveling and I've overcome a lot of that in that story, but, and right now I haven't traveled in a really long time, but if winning in my career meant how many times am I publicly speaking and crisscrossing the country, that is not a measurement that is a great win for me. That's not something of, oh, I went to, you know, 20 cities and I spoke. That one, it feels like brick in my gut. It just feels like this heavy cement weighing me down. So for you, know what you're measuring, know what your capacity is right now. And as you evolve, as you go into different seasons of life, your capacity will alter and things may be more open for you than they once were. I had planned on doing quite a bit of travel this year in 2020 and 2021, just because my capacity was going to be changing. It was going to be an empty nester, (laughs) but life had other plans, right? I had their shelter in place. I still have kids at home. I'm not traveling that much and that's okay, but I'm not evaluating myself of I'm not winning because that's not the race that I'm in right now. So know what you're measuring. The other thing that's really important is to know what's important to you, not what's important to others or what you think is important to others or what is important to cultural, you know, programming of statuses and so on. 
what is important to you? And I know when I get into that, you know, am I winning or am I successful enough or whatever these crappy questions can be? And I start to get into this compare and despair. I will be shooting for a goal that has nothing to do with what's important to me. The goal that I wind up doing is about what's important to other people. I had this client once who um, went to Stanford, graduated with a PhD. His mom really wanted him to climb this corporate ladder and be at this higher level. And he really got some clarity around, oh, that's not important to me. I really like the level that I'm at. I like doing the work that I do. And I like the freedom it gives me for my personal life. And once he got clear about what was important to him, he stopped trying to win this race that it was the race that his mom wanted, right? And it's not even a race that maybe she had even told him in that year. It was a race that was discussed 10 to 15 years prior to that. So sometimes these voices that are in the back of our heads are voices from a long time ago that maybe planted some seeds and we are living by those rules of how we're supposed to be and what winning would be. So know what's important to you. Check in with yourself. Check in with whose voice is this? Is this my voice? Is this what I think? Is this what cultural programming think? Is this what a professor, a mentor, a parent, a family member, a spouse? Is this what somebody else thinks? And when I get it, will I be fulfilled? Right? Often we won't know. The other thing you can do is when you've gotten other things or you've achieved other things and you thought you were going to be fulfilled, were you? So check in with that. And that's how the more that you can be compassionate and create this awareness to whose voice is it, knowing what's important to you, knowing what you're measuring, that's going to give you clarity in this race of, am I winning? A lot of us default into compare and despair. We see other people and we can go into compare and despair because we're rooted in shame. It's like, oh, see, I don't feel good about myself. It's not possible for me. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. And then we get into this comparison and despair versus when we can look at what other people do and get inspired. It's like what I talk about on the show. It's the windows of possibility. You look at what they do and go, wow, that's possible. What parts of that would I like to apply in my life without even believing or not believing whether it's possible for you, but what would you like? And then focusing on creating it, but doing it from a place of curiosity, instead of being in a shame place where then you're in judgment and you're blaming and you are beating yourself up. So we want to get into places like curiosity, confidence, compassion, to really be able to create the results that we want in our life and then to feel good about it afterwards. And part of doing this is then to really get into what are your values and priorities? I talk about this all the time. And what are your values and priorities? Are those your values? Are those what somebody's told you your values should be? Are those your priorities? And really check in because if you're going to sustain and really create winning in your life, whatever winning is going to mean for you, then you must know what your values and priorities are. What's really important to you? Because your values lead your pathway. They help you. My top value is bravery. I have to tap into that so often 
when I'm doing hard things and I'm being fierce and I'm figuring things out and there's times that I just want to give up and I remind myself, Corinne, you wouldn't feel good if you gave up. Your top value is being brave and this is your chance to be brave. And then I think about, okay, do I have bravery inside of me right now? What do I need to do to fill myself up so that I can go out and be brave again? Sometimes that's sleep, sometimes that's exercise or moving my body, nourishing foods, connecting with friends, reaching out to people that care about me, listening to music's now been one of them. It's that self-care. It's that taking care of myself so that I can then go out and be brave, right? So knowing your values and priorities will help you in this race that you're in, but you must stay in your own race, not get into somebody else's. I can't tell you how many times my clients will get into other people's races. It's defeating. It doesn't serve us. And it creates more shame. Trying to create and grow and evolve to the next version of yourself from that place of shame is really hard. And it's going to be highly unlikely that you're going to win your race. So, Let's go back to this. When you're evaluating yourself and you're asking yourself that question of, am I winning, right? Am I winning? And maybe it sounds different of, is this what I want? Or especially as we're starting a new year and ending a year, as you're evaluating it, we want to evaluate it, not judge it, not be critical of it, but evaluate it, be reflective. And so when you're looking at your, where you are in your life and your career, it's so important to evaluate knowing the criteria you are using. So you want to decide that ahead of time. And as you're thinking about at the end of 2021, when you're going to be evaluating how this year worked, what worked well, and what what needs improvement, my invitation for you is to create the criteria you're going to be using 12 months from now to evaluating, are you winning your race? you're going to know what's important to you and you're going to make sure that it's your voice instead of someone else's. It's really, really important, right? Your voice. And my friend, remember, we're going to fall down. We're going to make mistakes. You may think, Hey, I really, really want this. I want this achievement, this occurrence. I want this ability to feel better. I want this time off. And then you may have it and go, Ooh, I don't like it that's not what I wanted. It's not what it felt like. That doesn't mean that you're not winning. It's giving you information. You're learning more about what works for you and what doesn't. And this is really important in this season of life that you're in. What worked for me five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago is very different than what works for me now. And so, you know, learning about what it is that fulfills you, that whether it's feeling grounded confidence. If you told me when my twenties, Oh, Corinne, you're going to feel grounded confidence when you're 48. I'd be like, "Uh, so what? That wasn't something I was looking forward to. It's something I really like in midlife. So before you evaluate, write down the criteria you are going to be using next year. And you can practice it by evaluating last year on this criteria but it's your criteria. Give yourself that permission, not other people's criteria, your criteria, because my friend, you are the deliberate leader of your life. 
You create your life and you get to evaluate what works for you and what doesn't. So by knowing what's important to you, know what's important to you and make sure it's your voice inside of your head, not someone else's. And then this part's really important because I didn't use these words earlier, but making sure you're rooted in self-love. Like I talked a lot about shame earlier. Shame is that voice of I'm bad. I'm broken. I'm a loser from loser street, right? It's that voice of you're not enough. And what we need to do is remember that we are worthy right here, right now. And from that place of enough, we need to love ourselves because the more that we can love ourselves, we have that ability to give to other people. So instead of waiting for other people's approval, give yourself your own approval, become your own best friend. And that's the lens that you want to evaluate your life from, your race from, and your level of success. And remember, success can be, it doesn't have to be about how much money you make or where you are in your career ladder. What is your race? For some people, it's about having four kids and being connected with your children or being in a loving relationship with somebody and not being married. That's success. You get to determine the race that you're in. And when I talk about race, that's the metaphor for what is the life you want to create for you? What is the life you want to create for you? And in order to create it, it's really important to be compassionate with yourself so that you can allow for the ability to see what's working, what's not, and have empathy. So you have so much perspective and take care of yourself so that you can sustain and get back up from when you fall down. Because my friend, creating the life you want, there's going to be a lot of falling down moments. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. So often my clients will go into that. Well, it's because I'm bad and I get it. I've been there. But so make sure you are rooted in self-love because that's the lens you want to evaluate your life from. All right. When you think about, am I winning? Am I successful enough? Why don't I feel really good after I've accomplished the goals of 2020 in the middle of a global pandemic? Check in with yourself. Are you staying in your own race? Do you know what you're measuring? Do you know what's important to you? check in with whose voice it is that's in the back of your head. And are you in a place of compare and despair? What do you need to provide self-love for you? So my invitation for you is to pay attention to where you focus. And when you notice, oh, I'm focusing backwards. I'm focusing on things that don't fill me up. I'm focusing on things that take for me. Just notice that and then redirect your focus and focus forward. Focus on where you want to go. Focus on what you want to experience on this path of where you want to go. Another way to think about it, I guess, is you can think of yourself as Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz. She followed the yellow brick road. She focused forward. There were obstacles. There were things that she met. There were distractions where she could have stopped and she kept focusing forward. So my friend, my invitation for you is to focus forward as you deliberately create the life you want so that you can look back in 10 years and go, holy moly, this is what I did. All right, my friend, I'm smiling big for you. Hey there, before we go, I have a question for you. 
Have you subscribed to the show yet? This is an awesome opportunity for you to preserve your brain juice. I love the fact that I can subscribe to podcasts and television shows and they go straight to my iPhone or they go straight to my DVR and then I don't have to worry of, oh no, especially with television shows. Did I hit record? Is it going to be there? Or now do I have to watch it on demand and go through all the commercials? So go and hit the subscribe button. There's a link in the show notes and that will ensure you that you never miss a show and you can also save your brain juice for other things in your life. There's way more important things, but you and I will still be connected because the show will be waiting for you in your phone. Go to the link in the show notes, subscribe to the show so you can automatically get all the shows to your phone. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been sold.